Hi, and welcome to Calm Cash. I'm your host, Ben Jackson. Money is hard. It can be hard to manage, hard to understand what's happening, and money can be especially hard on our emotions and the overall impact on our physical and mental health. But we can all take control over our money and our emotions through learning and self-awareness, which is what this podcast is all about. April is the perfect time to recommit to our overall financial literacy because we have so much progress we need to make in this space as a country and connected society around the world. Today, let's talk about why this month makes sense to rethink our relationship with money and talk about some of the challenges we need to overcome collectively to realize our financial wellness. The calendar has turned to April, and it feels like more hope is in the air, for me at least. I have a sense of renewal, maybe because it's officially spring, the weather is getting nice in Texas, and I just decluttered parts of my house. We donated clothes, cleaned closets, worked through that stack of mail that was piled up on the dining room table, and I even made a bunch of progress on clearing overgrown parts of our backyard. Spring cleaning is in full swing in the Jackson house. And we can get refreshed and renewed in the spirit of spring cleaning in far more parts of our lives than just our messy closets. Sometimes we need a reset or a recommitment to our financial lives. And April provides us with a great opportunity because it is Financial Literacy Month. Since 2004, we've celebrated Financial Literacy Month in the United States which is spearheaded by the Jumpstart Coalition, whose mission is to improve the overall understanding and empowerment of people when it comes to their money. A great cause for sure, because there is still significant improvement needed to get people comfortable with the financial goals both in the U.S. and abroad. Because here's the thing, managing our money is really hard. If there weren't so many factors and uncertainty in what the future will bring, It'd be way easier to create a plan and execute it, but that just isn't the case. In fact, I can think of five major reasons that personal finance is really complicated and why as a country and culture, we aren't where we need to be when it comes to financial literacy. Let's talk about the challenges so that we can prepare to face them and overcome them to reach our money goals. And if you've mastered your money, understanding the challenges can help you get a loved one on track to meeting their goals or understanding what other people are going through as you encounter them at work, in your neighborhood, and we can all work together to improve our overall situation. First, I'd say the most significant challenge is the fact that life is incredibly unpredictable. The past year has emphasized this reality more than ever. Stuff happens. Life happens in the form of small things like flat tires and busted water pipes from a freak Texas cold front, but also with major events like losing a job or getting sick, which can drastically change key parts of our financial equation, like our income and change our obligations. Without these curveballs, it'd be easy to put together a plan and stick to it. But unfortunately, that kind of predictability just isn't possible. So we're left with the uncertain future, and we all handle that situation differently. Some of us get super conservative because we get frightened or overwhelmed by what we don't know or what might happen. 
And this might mean we're better prepared for a major life disruption, but at what expense? Maybe it means we didn't invest more money in our 401k or buy a major asset like a house because we were worried about what might happen. Well, this type of conservative risk-taking can mean we have less money down the road and we have to make tough decisions like how long do we need to work and what will our standard of living be when we stop working full-time. On the other hand, some people think the bad thing just won't happen and they YOLO their way into situations where they don't have emergency savings or enough cash to handle a minor or major setback. And that can create near-term financial headaches. So while we can't make the uncertainty go away, we can acknowledge it and try to take the right steps between saving and preventing the catastrophic outcomes to keep us on track. The second challenge with managing our finances is our values, attitudes, and perspectives are shaped by our parents and their life experiences with money. Just like how our physical and mental health can be impacted by the genes and decisions given to us by our parents, so can our views about money. Financial therapist Amanda Clayman calls it your family money story, and she defines this story as the events, messages, feelings, and meaning you experienced watching your parents and other family members deal with their money. These are your formative experiences with money and impact your beliefs and feelings regarding money, including what your parents said or didn't say about it. These experiences can create patterns or a set of beliefs that affect your relationship in one of two ways. First, you repeat it, or two, you reject it. Amanda says, if you found your parents' frugal view that there's never enough money to be restrictive, you might take the opposite approach and think money is meant to be enjoyed, and that becomes your point of view. Or maybe you got everything you wanted as a kid, and that now shapes your expectations of money as an adult. Whatever the situation, and there are many because of how complex our emotions around money can be, being aware of how your past and the past of your family shapes your current view of money is an important step to taking back or keeping control of your finances. Third, as unique individuals, we all want different things and have our own preferences, so creating financial literacy or wellness at scale is challenged by our individuality. I think sometimes the talking heads in financial literacy, like the Dave Ramseys of the world, they forget this fact. They outline these blueprints for success in their books and on their websites, of course, that you have to pay for, but they don't take into account the preferences and desired outcomes we want to have for our lives as individuals. Maybe I'm okay with having a little bit of manageable debt, Dave, or maybe I have no interest in working these weird extra jobs that takes time away from the things I love to do to pay down student loans, but that's what Dave Ramsey or Susie Orman or these other money gurus will tell you to do. The fact is, we're all different, with different tolerances, goals, dreams, and fears that are unique, which makes personal finance very nuanced. So instead of following a blueprint or a plan, we have to know the right questions to ask ourselves and decisions to consider to shape the plan that's best for us as a unique individual. The fourth challenge around financial planning and literacy that complicates the subject 
is we all make different amounts of money and have different income situations that can drastically affect our plans and our financial futures. One income versus two incomes in a family can mean a significant difference on what is and isn't attainable in the short and long term. To further complicate things, income disparity is a huge problem in the U.S. Even people working within the same industry, doing the same jobs, can make different salaries. And women, on average, make only 82 cents for every dollar a white man makes. But when broken down by race and disability, we see further disparities, as we've talked about before on Calm Cash. Combined with the other challenges we've already talked about, it can be hard to create financial literacy and understanding when income can be so drastically different. And lastly, and this is me being about as candid as I can be regarding a subject that I care deeply about, money can just be pretty boring. And you are not boring. We all know money is an essential part of our lives and what having it or not having it can mean for ourselves and our families. It ensures we have the basics to live and thrive. And it also can unlock opportunities to have fun, experience the world, and allow us to do the things we enjoy doing. But even though it is essential, it's complicated and confusing, and the concepts can be really boring. I mean, I can't think of anything worse than doing my taxes. I hate doing my taxes. And in 2021, we have so many ways to use our time on about anything other than thinking about and learning about our money. And let's be honest, it's kind of a miracle that anybody listens to this podcast in the first place. But part of my goal for myself and this podcast is to make money and all the complicated aspects that go with it less boring and more approachable so collectively, more of us are prepared. Of course, there are more challenges with achieving financial literacy and knowledge as a country or society than just these five. But I think we can all agree that these that we've talked about are a pretty big barrier. So over the next few episodes in the month of April, I'm gonna address these challenges and try to help navigate them so that you get closer to attaining all your financial goals or so you can help loved ones both in the short term and long term achieve theirs. To get started with a commitment or a recommitment to financial wellness and literacy in the spirit of the month, I will leave you with just one question, but it's kind of a big one. What do you want from your relationship with money? Spend some time really thinking about that question or maybe ask a friend what their answer is to it. Is money just a tool for you to do the things you want to in life? Or maybe money is a barrier that needs to be overcome to unlock the life you want for yourself and your family. What emotions do you feel when you think about your money? Does it make you overwhelmed, bored out of your mind, or even angry? Maybe a goal and key takeaway is you want to reframe or change those emotions when it comes to your relationship with money. Let's all remember that it isn't just the complicated terms, laws, and concepts that can make managing our money tough. It's the emotions that we drag along with it. But together, we can work through these emotions and identify ways we can all be better prepared to have financial wellness and prosperity in our lives. So here's to a great April and great financial literacy month.
Stay safe out there. We'll talk to you soon.